Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is an Intel Studios production that is enhanced with Intel technology. To see pictures, articles, and links of what's being discussed, download the Intel app by going to entale.com. Hello and welcome to Making the Cut. I'm Davina McCall. And I'm Michael Douglas. And this is the show where we recommend all types of things for you to see, watch, feel, listen to, um, look at, learn from. Taste. And taste. That's a good one. It's a good one. Well, we're going to taste something, aren't yeah, we? we so, are. yeah. And um, we see if it makes the cut. And if it does, we bring it to you. So what have you been up to this week? Um, I continued my journey with Dawn French this week and the publicity of her book. Did we talk about how lovely she is? Probably, yes. She is very, very lovely. I mean, because I grew grew up with Dawn French. No, well, me too. And I love her (laughs) in quite an unhealthy way. What is your favourite sketch, you think, of those two? um, Well, one of the ones mm. that I really remember, and it's, it's, I mean, there's millions. Mm -hmm. I did love the Bross ones. Oh, yes. The Bross um, ones were so... Any time yeah. they played men, yeah, yeah. really, the two guys yeah, in the pub. Yeah, yeah, we were brothers, yeah. yeah. Or... Bross. Oh, God. What Sonia was, was Sonia? a cracker. That was yeah. it. Um, but m- one of my favourite ones was just her and Jennifer um, sat in a room and they'd been listening to learn French tapes. Mm. And so they'd been listening to the oh, sort of yeah. learning French, repeating, <laughs> répéter, écouter, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And they were like, okay, we've got it. Mm. We've learned French. So let's stop now. And then after we stop this, we will not speak any English at all. Oh, brilliant. And of course, they can't speak French, (laughs) right? It's just so funny because they're really trying to talk to each other without talking, but using Mm. French words, but they can't remember anything. Uh, And it's such a daft, it's such a simple Mm. concept. And it is so funny. Well, she was telling me that that her and Jennifer have done a podcast on Audible. You know, um, Audible, they're obviously paying various celebrities to do podcasts, I think. Because Coogan's done one as Partridge, of course, from the Oat House, which I still haven't listened to. But if you're already subscribing to Audible, I think Dawn and Jennifer have done like six or eight episodes no. of the podcast. Yeah. I am subscribed to yeah, Audible. Yeah, well, have a look and see what oh it's like. Oh, my God. That would be quite a nice thing to yes. delve into. Because they're a brilliant couple. My favourite has to be the Baby Jane one. Oh, um, My God, that was amazing. so good. And I didn't know what that was. I'd never heard of the film or anything yeah. since I was too young. Yeah. I just loved this black and white sketch they did yeah. where she said, look what I can do with my fully workable legs. And she starts hopping and dancing around and all the rest of it. Um, I don't know. There's so many brilliant ones, but they're worth a gander on YouTube. But just have a look for some um, French and Saunders And Dawn sketches. didn't have to do anything. No, she Dawn is just, just very funny. Da- yeah. Dawn could just stand there. Mm. And we'd all start laughing. Yeah, she's a joy to spend some time with, actually, because it is all, it is always very, very funny. Mm. We're always rolling about laughing. Yeah. So, yes, I finished uh, doing a bit of work with her. I did my usual weekly hair talk, thanks to everybody who comes along to that. That's uh, quite a thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's turned really... into quite a thing. 
I really was annoyed this week. I missed it. Mm, it's so okay. annoying. And I had the trichologist on this week. So if you're interested in hair loss due to the menopause, all of the reasons, or you're suffering with greasy hair, greasy scalp, um, stuff like that, I had a trichologist on this week called Eva Proudman for 20 minutes. And we talked about those two subjects specifically. Did you know that there's a hair-friendly HRT and a hair-unfriendly HRT? No. Yes. Um, so if your hair is struggling, you could essentially swap to the hair-friendly HRT that's better for your hair. Some people it doesn't have any effect on, but some people it does. Oh, it's quite good, my God. So she's called Eva Proudman, MIT, on Instagram. And she posted these two HRT types that you can get from your doctor. So that was good. And then she's given me a list of ingredients uh, that you should look out for in various shampoos if you're suffering with greasy scalp. <gasps> Lots of people have greasy scalp and dry ends. and your daughter That's suffers quite holly. a bit, isn't she? Yeah. So um, I'm going to post all this on my Instagram page probably at some point this week. We're recording this on Tuesday, by the way. But it was great because as, as much as I do know a lot about the world of hair and scalp and all the rest of it, because I mean, it's, it's such always a long more time. to learn, isn't it? Yeah, when you get a doctor on and you yeah. can actually grill them about specific things and get feedback from yeah. the listener or the viewer. So that's on my Instagram page at MD London. Um, the Eva Proudman one was last week. Um, and then, you know, every Wednesday at 8 pm. So I've been doing that. And then I did the thing for OGX. They're a big shampoo brand. They're enormous. They're, they're enormous, mm. aren't they? Yeah. Well, can... firstly, their bottle is like, mm. it's crazy big. It is. And what they've done very cleverly is put all the back of pack copy onto the front of the pack. Mm. So you can just read it mm. and see what it does. But they're a good, they're really great. I, I love that shampoo and conditioner and stuff like that. Lots of people say, would you recommend a shampoo and conditioner? Probably. <laughs> I probably recommend OGX. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. So I mm -hmm. um, have spent quite a lot of time with you. Yes. Um, or the last three days. Mm -hmm. And the biggest bit of news that I have to tell about you in the last three days is that I got a blister on my foot, a really bad blister, actually, and it hurts a lot, and then it burst, and it was very painful. And I said, have we got any plasters? We didn't have any plasters, and you went, would you like me to make you one? I mean, that is amazing. <laughs> you um, made me one. I made you a plaster out of some tape and some... Toilet paper. It's like being in Blue Peter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really amazing. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see how long it lasts. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think if we've not got it, surely we could make it. You know. that, but that is yeah. like the way you think. I love that. Mm, no, we're good. Thank yeah. You. Who's going to start? You can start because I've prattled on you. about myself. I am going to talk about mm. Mark Rebele. Re oh. Rebele. Yeah. Yeah. So you know him. Yes. You, I've shown him to you. Oh, I'm completely inspired by this guy. He's this on the Instagrams, right? This guy is amazing. So he is American mm -hmm. and he's a DJ, really. Okay. And he um, DJs in America only, but he's been brought worldwide fame and reputation by going on Instagram and Facebook. And he's basically, he does socially distanced gigs in America still now. So okay. even though America's kind of heading into lockdown, he's still working. But I, I was just thinking, like, what are the words that I would describe him? Mm -hmm. How would I describe him? And I was thinking energized, mm -hmm. angry, passionate, talented, amazing musicality. He's got crazy rhythm. Yeah. He's got this unique, his USP is that he mainly performs online in hotel bedrooms his bedroom any kind of bedroom anywhere but just with his loop machine mm -hmm. and a microphone 
and he goes nuts, but he's usually in a really bizarre pair of pants and a dressing gown. Yeah, sort like of a silk kimono. Hugh Hefner-ish yeah. type of thing. And the other thing that I love is that I think what the music industry is massively lacking at the moment mm-hmm. is renegades. Musically, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm missing the really badly behaved pop stars. Oh. I miss Oasis. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yes. I miss throwing televisions out of mm-hmm. hotel, hotel windows. windows. Everybody has become so frightened mm-hmm. of the tide of shaming that sort of happens on social media when yeah. a band puts a foot wrong or does anything naughty. Yeah. Or, and parents now have a voice online where they can say this is so horrific and and really it's a bit of anti-establishmentarianism where mm. like people just want to rebel a bit this guy is it so on his website which is markrebelet.com and you spell it m-a-r-c-r-e-b-i-l-l-e-t billet.com I went to the about section on his webpage and mm. there is a picture of him. There's no pictures of him trying to look really smoking hot. Yeah, yes. Which you would expect sort of a DJ to try and do. Mm. He looks like he's completely possessed mm-hmm. by the music demon. Yeah. And instead of just saying scroll, it says scroll the fuck down. <laughs> which I just really, really like. Yeah, yeah. Instead of writing him a description of himself, mm-hmm. uh, a longtime fan from France wrote a description about me that I could never hope to match. So I'll let her words speak for me. It was just an amazingly, brilliantly written bit of okay, um, blurb that, that she yeah. wrote. It's very, very funny. So that's the about section on his website. Yes. Right? Okay. He sings quite. I mean, he sings about rape. Yes. He said, you know, but he just what he does. I think he ad libs. Mm. So he gets angry about something. So he'd be angry about that rape happens. Mm -hmm. And then he'd just say, stop that rape, no more rape, one more rape, no more rape. Mm -hmm. That like he starts, it's like chanting. It's like he's on some kind of march. And I know that sounds really weird, but when you watch one of his pieces. So the second one that this girl talks about is a lyric that says, big birds can't fly. No, it would be terrifying. Um, <laughs> number three, don't bother Jenny while she's cooking by playing didgeridoo, especially under the couch. I mean, nothing makes sense because yeah. when you're when you're freestyling, yeah, yeah. you've just got to think of any old, any old word yeah. and everything works. Don't bring Sheila to a restaurant if you have a mortgage. (laughs) Maybe it's about the fact that we haven't been able to afford our mortgage payments for almost a year. Do you know what that does to me? Do you know what that's doing to us? Jesus Christ. Listen, okay, I've I've, I've been out of work for... And whoop whoop, this is what you're in for. But what I love about him is he's also just unbelievably talented. Oh, baby, one more time. Oh, baby, one more time. Yeah, I know it's time to say goodnight. I mean, I love making music. I'm in a band, as you know, and I love playing the piano and the guitar and one thing or another. And we bought a loop pedal in the band, Jeff. When did you get that? So we've had it for a while. So we play Heroes by David Bowie. Mm. 
So um, there's two guitar parts in that, only one guitarist. So Jeff mm. will loop the first bit of Heroes and then play the guitar oh, riff. Oh, great. But God, it's hard to try and get the timing right because obviously if you've got a drummer as well and if the drummer can't hear the loop going through the guitar amp, then the drummer will very quickly go out of time with what's being looped. Oh. You know? So if you're looping everything, it's fine because you can hear everything. In a way, everything. it's easier to loop if you're on your own. Oh, yeah, it much is. easier. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's tricky. It works and it's it's brilliant, but it's you've got to be bloody good. But Time's you everything. are now obsessed yes, with because, getting some kind of loop machine. Mm, the problem with being in a band is you have to compromise on everything you would like to do because mm. there's five other people. And Noel Gallagher always says you can't have a democracy in a band. Mm. So he was the band leader of Oasis mm. and arguably that's why they were good. But if you're in a band where you're all doing it for free, it has to be a democracy. Otherwise, like, why yeah. am I bother? You know, so... There's a compromise at every level. What I would love is to be in control of the band. So like be a one-man band. Yes. And you can do that with looping machines. Yes. But I've never worked out how to use them. So I am watching and studying think, this guy. I mean, Ed Sheeran obviously is another really yes. good example of somebody who did looping really mm. brilliantly. He did a whole album, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, pretty just much. Just looping. But for dance music, mm. it's amazing mm. because you can just literally take out something, mm -hmm. then bring it up again, then have an enormous kind of moment. Or join in, you know, like you've got drum yeah. pads and stuff. All of a sudden you can just join yeah. in with a little drum beat. And then he cuts pad. everything out and he just starts screaming. Mm. I want to go and see him really badly. Mm. I would imagine that the energy that he brings to a gig and the way that he dances, it's like he always performs and dances like no one's watching. Always. I've never yes. seen him look or feel self-conscious. No, no, He no. has a freedom to him that to me feels so exciting. Mm and liberating. Mm. I would give anything to just be able to express myself and as in a, the as way a, that he a does. Singer, I know you, you've been a singer in the past as well, mm. is that it's sometimes very difficult just to let go yes. and sing to your yes. heart's content like mm. a hand at full blast. Mm. <laughs> he does that. And, and he's just really think, good. Oh, I know, I know. But you just think, oh, you're so, it's so nice to be able to do that. And mm. there's occasions where I felt that within the band, you know, where you let go and it sounds good and you think, wow, you know, but he just seems to be able to do that yeah. on tap. And it's, I'm very jealous of that. But I guess if you're in your own... he does own... it every day. Yeah. He looks yes. like he just does music. All the time. All mm. the time. <clears throat> and I think when you know you get, it's a bit like, you know, with presenting and stuff and like you've done it all your mm. life. And you've taught and you've done like yeah. tons of presenting on telly and stuff. You just get better and better yeah. at it and you get less and less scared of it. And I think that's the thing. If you do it all mm. the time, I reckon like you and me are going to retire and we're going to become the Peters and Lee of well, well, I hope Tunbridge so. Wells. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. That would do for me. I'm yeah. going to be delighted. Yeah. There is a website that my son found where you can find out all the equipment that he uses. What? Yeah, yeah. You Mark see, Hamlet? Yeah, yeah. So he tells you what no. he's using. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. It might even be It's on, on here. Yeah, it might even I'm be on sure his... I'm pretty sure it's in the blurb. On his page, Look. he just tells you what he uses. Oh, yes. The Boss RC505. And then he tells you what keyboard he uses. So it's nothing particularly yeah. expensive or fancy, I don't think. You know, yeah. It probably costs you 500 quid for the setup. If you think about what that could produce... But I love watching how he times it in and drops it in and drops it out on, on his Instagram post. He said, post. did you know that the Boss RC505 loop station can be operated with the hands and is absolutely perfect for beatboxers, vocalists, club performance and normal people who like to hear the word butthole 13,452 times without actually having to pronounce the whole of it? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You've got to go and check this guy out though, uh, on Instagram. On Instagram, um, he's just Mark Rebelly. And it, there's nothing not to like. It's just brilliant, it's hilarious, and it's just screaming talent. And if you're so listening good. on the Intel app, his Instagram page will be on there now. And I, if we ever get round to buying this equipment... And no, 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 no. Sorry. What do you mean, if we when ever... When we get round. To when we get them... We will be... <laughs> we will we'll perform for you. Yes. For sure. Now, you inspired me not long ago. Yeah. Um, oh, good. Because you bought an Apple Watch. Oh, I did, yeah. And we've yeah. already reviewed the Apple Watch on yeah. this podcast. But I thought, I bought the very first generation Apple Watch. I had it for three weeks and then I sold it because I thought... I I'm not watching it. It, it, it didn't. Watching. It, it didn't do anything for me. It was pointless. <laughs> I already had a watch that I really liked. And I thought, well, I can't wear two watches. However, that's what is happening today. Yeah, both with green straps. Um, I love it. But what I've decided to do... Yeah. Um, was that's uh, Davina getting a strawberry lace Shh. out of, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. He put it all in at once. Yeah. Very good. I bite it a bit at a time like spaghetti. I slowly suck it in. And then another centimetre. Talk. It seems like a waste. Yeah. Because you can't talk. So you've got your mouth full. So you bought an Apple Watch and I was slightly jealous um, because they've moved on a bit. You got the Apple Watch 5, I think, which now mm. does a whole bunch of other things. And it's waterproof. That was a big problem because I'm always washing hair. You know, it now does other things. You know, you control your camera from it and things like that. And messages come up and you can reply to messages on it and emails and one thing or another. And I thought, do I want one? Do I need one? Anyway, I had a Kex voucher. My son had sold some, some stuff at Kex. We'd reviewed Kex before, by the way, but CEX stands for the Computer Exchange Store. And it's where kids go and trade in their old Xboxes and they can either get money or get a voucher. It's like the record and tape exchange. Yeah. So Joel gets uh, the voucher, which then I give him cash for. So I end up with lots of Kex vouchers. So I bought an Apple Watch 3. It was brand new. Um, it was boxed. It was brand new. Yeah, it was brand new. It was £130 instead of £199. It didn't come with a strap or anything. I bought the strap on eBay, this little green canvas strap. How much was that? Uh, £12. It's really nice, nice that strap. Yeah. But the idea, the reason I bought one more than anything is that I want to stop carrying a wallet. I don't want a wallet anymore. I want to let go. I don't use cash hardly ever. But I've got like 12 cards, you know, that I'm carrying around. So there's all credit cards and debit cards and stuff like that. But there's a Nectar card in there and there's my gym card yes. and all of that stuff. You can't put a Nectar card on your Apple Watch. Well, what you can is you can put a photograph of a barcode from your Nectar card on can there. You? And then scan that. Yes. What? Yeah, because you just scan a barcode when you go into the... To do the stop and scan Yes, thing, yes. You scan the barcode and <gasps> and put that on what? there as a photo. All my credit cards are on there. My membership cards are on there. The QR code for me to get in the gym is on there. Can you do that for me on my watch? Of course I can, yeah. So I am still carrying a wallet because I'm too nervous at the moment that in some way it's not going to work. But basically, if you double-click the button on the side, up comes the wallet... And there's my oh, credit card. Oh, my God. It's got my Nando's card Nando's? in there. Yes. And what? The, the, mem- the club membership card as well in there. And then, obviously, you just... There's an NDF reader in there, whatever oh, it's called. Oh, my God. Bingo. So, at the moment, I'm trialling this as a, an option to to not carrying a That's wallet. very clever. So, I have, a, I have my fancy watch on, which I love, and then I do wear a so second So, it's a £130 watch. wallet that also tells you the time. Yes. And mm. you can play music. And it's got a GPS in there that can track you walking, running, skipping. It even said to me the other day, are you skipping? Shut up. And I said, yeah. And it said, do you want to start a workout? And I said, yes. And then it counts the calories I've used from skipping. 
The weird thing was, is we went for running on the treadmill the other day. Yes. And it tracked me running on the treadmill. That, that is weird. And the kilometres I was running. So I think it's not even using GPS at that point, just the rhythm of my body to know that I'm running. Mm. But every time the running machine said, you've done a kilometre, my watch pinged to say, you've run a kilometre. I was thinking, <gasps> how does it do that? You know? So I have to say, I'm very, very impressed with this watch. How, because how, um, I've, I've often talked about family gangster names. like. Yep. What would like what would be your kids' gangster names? Mm-hmm. So I would be the harmonizer because mm-hmm. I harmonize all the time. At the moment, you're two watch Michael. Yeah. Or two watch Mikey. Yeah. That would okay. be a gangster name. Like Mikey. Mikey two hey, watches, yeah. Mikey two watches. Yep. I'll go for that. Um you know, like what would what would Joel and Sonny be? Holly would be like the boffin or something oh, kind okay. of quite mm. Tilly would be Think what my kids would be. Want to just we'll have be the to skater. think about that. Yeah, yeah. The skater. Yeah, skater Joel. Yeah, totally. Skater Joel. Skate, the, I just like the skater. See, have you seen the skater? The skater. See, I abbreviate everybody. So Joel's JD, uh, Sonny's SD, and I'm MD. That, that's how we all talk to each other in, in my house. S- oh. And anyway, I don't say SD, I call SD. SD. Yeah. Like a SD, like E-S-T. Like an Esther, yeah. but an yeah. SD. Yeah. SD. Oh, JD, I like that. MD. But yes, so but yeah, I, I am wearing two watches. It was quite funny. We were at dinner the other night with somebody, and you said, "You said I've got an Apple Watch, but I've also got a smartwatch." And the guy went, "Oh, like a Garmin or something?" <laughs> and you went, "No, no, like a smartwatch." <laughs> and he was totally confused by it. That's <laughs> like you know, it's just a watch that looks a smart. Posh watch. Yeah, and I said I'm wearing a smart suit, and he was like, "Yeah, what does it do?" And I thought it was very funny. This he is, works but, in tech. He does, uh, <laughs> but there's a whole comedy routine in the word "smart," isn't there? Are you getting smart tonight? Yeah, I'm like beaming electrons so i've got to say the other thing um the apple watch does is is there's now a memory in it because it can store music in the watch yes. and connect to the yes AirPods. which is really useful and the old ones I do didn't that. do that so i now have like a thousand songs on here all my mm. running playlists on here so mm. i no longer need to take my phone running and i'd say for that's nice yeah it is because mm. the phone's a lumpy old thing mm. so for 130 pounds from the cex uh, computer exchange store i would say it was definitely worth it and mm. i really I'm really reaping the benefits from mm. the Apple Watch. Because the actual Apple Watch now is a lot more expensive than that. I mean, the the new, new, new ones, yeah, well, they're outrageous. On the Apple they're Store. They're like 600 quid or something. On the Apple Store, there's an Apple Watch 6 you can get, or yeah. the Apple Watch 3. The 4 and 5, they seem to have stopped. Oh. I don't know why. So this is a 3, which does plenty for me. The Apple Watch 6, I think, probably has a SIM card in it and mm. or something like that. But it's a lot more expensive. Mm. 199 on the Apple Store. But I would just get one secondhand. Yeah. You know, I mean, I buy all the stuff secondhand. Yeah. So Apple Watch, great. So yesterday we watched two films. Yes. Should we do that? Yes. And can we just talk about when was the last time that you watched two films in a day? I don't know. I must have been like 17 or something like that. It was so amazing Mm. and luxurious. Yeah. uh, And lazy. We both virtually had the day off. Yeah. We got a Deliveroo. (laughs) And watched two movies, and it was outrageous. It was but great. Both movies had Hugh Jackman in them. Yes, who we love. Yeah, I mean, he's brilliant, isn't he? And I was just telling Michael yesterday that I interviewed him a long, long time ago. I was doing a TV programme called Good Stuff, which was sort of like a culture show, but for the London area, for mm. Greater London. And he was in Oklahoma singing and dancing. This was sort of before he was an enormous film star. And he was the nicest man. Mm. 
Like you would know how nice he was. And I was talking about how nice he was. And then Michael said, but have you seen a scene where he gets so angry? And I was like, no. And he said, oh, it's on Instagram. And everybody was terrified. Tell the story. Yeah, what yeah. What did so they say? He's shooting this film called The Prisoners, which you might have seen or might not have seen, but it's on Netflix at the moment. Um, I'll just give you the... Uh, it's so, a blurb. So I, I've just touched my computer. Yeah. And it is... It's been unlocked by my Apple Watch because I'm wearing the Apple Watch and it's near the computer. But it I'm realizes. not using my Apple Watch properly. You need yeah, to, you I need need to, to do that. help me. So I don't have to put my password in when it knows it's yeah. my wrist that's doing that. That's quite good, isn't it? Very good. So Prisoners, it's a film from 2013. It's a long one. It's two hours and 33 minutes. But uh, you know my rules. If it's over two hours, it's got a rate over seven on IMDb. This rate's at 8.1. And it's Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? I think Gyllenhaal. I think it's Gyllenhaal. Where are sisters? I can't find them. Anna? Joy? Wait, I checked the entire house. They're not here. Dad, there was this RV and they were playing on it. There was, we thought there was someone inside. You wait here. I'm coming up. I couldn't find them. Detective Loki. Do you have children, detective? I'm going to find your daughter. But do you know what? It didn't feel like two and a half didn't, hours. Didn't, did it? There's enough in I it. I was on the edge of my seat wow. for the entire film. So there's a couple of families in this small American town. They've got two daughters, and the two daughters, who are about nine years old, go for a walk back to the other house, which is only 50 yards away, and they disappear. So they get abducted. And Hugh Jackman's one of the dads. He's one of these dads who's always hoarding for, uh, Armageddon. for like Armageddon. Yeah, so his basement's full of all sorts of food and supplies and stuff like that. Plus, kind of quite a few people in America are like that. Yes. The end of days. Mm. Very so religious. He obviously goes slightly mad. Anyway, there's a slightly weird fella uh, who's, got, who's got an RV. Don't give um, away too much. I won't much. give away too much because that's an open, it's in the opening scene, right? Mm. Somebody complained this week. I can't find their mm. message because I was going to read it out, but they said Michael stopped giving away too much. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, the RV uh, is a suspect, if you like, in, in abducting the two girls. Anyway, he gets released and they decide to kidnap him and. Um, too, giving away too much. Giving away too much? Yes, definitely. Okay. But there's a bit where Hugh Jackman is so angry, he's trying to find his daughter and he thinks the person in question has got his daughter and he's holding her hammer. And uh, there's just this amazing scene. If you go on to it, uh, there's a, an Instagram site called cinema.magic and it's all these behind well, the scenes. A worth, things. worth a follow. It's, it's definitely worth If you like movies at all, cinema.magic, it's brilliant. There's You're some, always sending me clips mm, from that and it's so good. There's some great behind the scenes stuff from The Wolf of Wall Street as well on there. Oh. It's just fantastic. And you see... The cameraman moving the way through uh, through this uh, room with um, Leonardo DiCaprio doing this big speech. It's fantastic. Anyway, there's a bit with Hugh Jackman and they says that the director says to Hugh Jackman, OK, we've shot that three times. We'll do one last take and I want you to go completely nuts. And Hugh Jackman obviously just releases the beast and he's smashing this sink with this hammer, screaming, where's my daughter? <laughs> and as the viewer, you're just like, oh, oh, oh God, it's it so intense. so powerful in it. Yeah. It's and outrageous, so isn't it? so scary. Mm. Um, and you would, you would imagine, like, it would be very, very hard to drum up that kind of anger. When I look, when I, thinking about the man that I met mm. being so lovely, mm. that to try and find that, Fury yeah. in yourself 
It is great to watch. Anyway, Oof. I really enjoyed it. I would highly, highly recommend yeah. it. It's a 15. And it's got lots of great twists and turns in it. You're never quite acting. sure. great acting. Yeah. Everybody is amazing in it. And you think you've worked it out and then you haven't worked it out and then the so penny drops and all sorts. Of, yeah, yeah. And the final scene oh. is like, what? And how it ends. What? what? Yeah. Oh. Very, 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 very good. So that was the second one we watched. Yeah. But the first one we watched, <laughs> what did you think of that? I can't remember what it was. Oh, um, The Prestige. Oh, The Prestige. It was really, really good. Yeah, so this is a Christopher Nolan Really film. good. A real magician tries to invent something new. God. It's something that other magicians will scratch their heads over. I suppose you have such a trick. Yes, you I do. It's the one they're going to remember me for. What happened? It was the greatest magic trick I've ever seen. And um, I've got to say, because obviously I haven't even seen Tenet. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I haven't seen Tenet is because so many people were slightly underwhelmed by it. Mm. It is, there is no doubt that it is a brilliantly executed yes. film, that the acting in it is very good. Mm. But the, but the storyline is so twisted yeah. that it is extremely hard to follow. So I haven't wanted to see it. This was just on the right side mm -hmm. of twisted. It was... Layer upon layer yeah. upon layer of complicated. I just didn't know what was going on. And in classic Christopher Nolan style, stuff was happening at the beginning of the movie. You didn't understand why. Mm. And then later on you go, oh, that's yeah. why that was happening. So I think as a story, it was brilliant. But every time, because you didn't tell me anything yes. about this movie. So yeah. it was nice. It was a complete mystery for me. And every time there was a new actor walk on the screen, I was like, well, yeah. it opened with Michael Caine. I was like, oh, yeah. what? Michael Caine? It was just such a ridiculous list of actors. I'm almost tempted to not tell everybody oh, yeah. well, how many not. people are in there. Let's not. Because yeah. they should just watch it and be amazed. What I think is quite interesting about this movie, I would not have chosen to watch it. Yes. Because... It's kind of set in an era where I'm not that bothered about... It's like Victorian... Victorian... London, isn't Victoriana. it? Victoriana. Yeah. Um, and, but and it is definitely worth a watch. Just to read you a bit of the blurb, it says, After a tragic accident, two stage magicians engage in a battle to create the ultimate illusion while sacrificing everything they have to outwit each other. That's so. That's a really good bit of blurb. It that is a good absolutely bit of blurb, nails it. Don't worry if you don't really like magic or magicians and, no, and all it's not of that about stuff. That. It, it, it's just really good. And Christopher Nolan's obviously very well known for messing around with the timeline. Mm. So the timeline jumps around a little bit. So there are bits in the film where they've both got a journal, but you've mm. no idea how they've got these journals. Mm. And as the story progresses, it's But what was to quite funny, you and me, you. Mm. like I kept saying to you, but how did he get the journal? And then just after I'd said it, something would happen where mm. we'd learn how he got the journal. Yeah. I was thinking, but how did he afford to do that? And then we find out, oh, that's how he and, afforded yeah. it. It's really, really mm. good. Uh, it's great. It rates 8.5 on IMDb. 8.5? Two hours, 10 minutes. Now, I watched wow. this when it came out back in 2006, and I hadn't seen it since, and I had forgotten a lot of it. So, you know, when these amazing film stars appear, I was like, God, I'd forgotten about that, and I'd forgotten about this. And then as the story twists and turns at the end, I was like, oh, God, yeah, I'd forgotten. It was so good to, uh, to relive it. But it came out in 2006, and what's really weird mm. is we watched Prisoners, Prisoners. And that was in 2013, and Hugh Jackman looks exactly the yeah. same. That man does mm. not age. No. 
at um, all. Think about him in Wolverine now. Yes. He yeah, looks I guess amazing. he looks amazing. I know. He's got a body just like mine oh, as well. Just like is, yours. I was amazing. gonna say that. Yeah, okay. So I I'd highly recommend uh, this. Um I think the prestige we had to buy that on Amazon Prime, if I remember, at mm. three forty nine. And Prisoners is on Netflix. Uh, if you've already got it, obviously it's a freebie. Both utterly superb. I couldn't recommend them enough. Right, next. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk to you about Ellible. I'm talking to you about Ellible because it's coming up to Christmas. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that people are always kind of looking for inspiration. Yeah. And it's not a cheap gift, knowing me. Mm -hmm. uh But it isn't. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Gonna break the bank for someone really special. Great. So she is a jeweler and she is a young woman. She works on her own. She does bespoke jewelry, but she's also got some things that she sells in the shop. I mean, it's bespoke because she can personalize everything she does, but she's got some really, really cool signet rings in her shop. So she's got the the round signet rings or she's got Mm -hmm. a square signet ring, very modern shapes. The square signet rings got some sort of steps around the side if you've got um, a teenage daughter or son, it's like a really cool, interesting... I love signet rings mm-hmm. as being something that you can pass down to your family. Yes. But when you think about the possibilities of all the different things that you can put on a signet ring, mm-hmm. you could engrave anything, like mm-hmm. anything really funny, anything kind of that's completely personable to them. I loved her in particular because she had a signet ring and the first signet ring in her in her shop had a pair of boobs on it. Like just kind of quite uh, yes, yes. naive art yeah. comedy kind of boobs. Yeah. But I thought, oh, wow, that's amazing. And that was one hundred and ninety-five pounds. But a plain a plain signet ring is a hundred quid. Okay. Or I think a rectangular one was a hundred and ten mm-hmm. quid. And then she would charge you to do the engraving on top. I mean, if you want to go the extra mile, she can also use precious uh, metals mm-hmm. and precious stones, stones. like opals. I love, I love opals, mm-hmm. emeralds. Diamonds. I mean, literally do anything. Anything. Yeah. Black diamonds. Mm. Um, and they're all they're all very kind of really cool modern designs. Mm-hmm. I just feel like she's different from other people, and I always really love championing new, young, kind of creative. Yes, as you call them like talent. Yeah, yes, talent. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, artisans. Mm. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, good. And so, um, ellabull.com, and she's also on um, Instagram as ellabull, so you can see lots of her jewellery on there, but she's really good. Well, fantastic. That's yeah. great. You did show me that little signet ring. With yeah, the it's on, very and funny. It's very funny, yeah. What's nice, because obviously you, you can have a comedy bit of jewellery, but when it's a real bit of jewellery that's just got some humour thrown into it, it's, it's just really something cool. really yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. isn't it? I know. Okay, well... To bump along on that um, Christmas theme. Yes. When we did a post recently, and I complained that I'm always wearing the same jumper. Yes. A girl who I used to work with called Vicky McPhail was um, a PR, beauty PR I used to work with when I did lots of hair work for a particular company. Anyway, she said, you definitely need a new jumper. I'm going to send you one. I was like, all right, great. Um, lots of people offered to send me jumpers, <laughs> weirdly, after that. So I was delighted about that. So she sent us some some jumpers. Um, Shall I go grab them? Yeah, go and grab them, yes. So <clears throat> they're from a company called Smith Web. So on Instagram, they're at Smith underscore web. And there is various things written Are on these jumpers. Are they a small business? Uh, yeah, so... Um, is it Vicky's business? It's not Vicky's business. I assume she's doing some PR for them. But um, oh, that's a nice little vest, isn't it? So on the front, it says, Happy Human... Uh, and on the back it says Sophie Ward times Smith and Webb. So Sophie Ward must be doing the artist, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it says here, MD, thought you would appreciate a new jumper. It's by uh, Smith and Webb or Smith Webb. The proceeds go into all mental health charities. Oh, that's yeah, great. thought you might like. Uh, so oh. I've thrown in a t-shirt and a jumper for oh. the Vina too. my God. Nothing but kindness on <laughs> yeah. the front. Feel, feel the inside. Oh, wow. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is so mm. cosy. Yeah. That is so soft. Oh, great. Well, you can have that one. <gasps> and uh, the, the other one, this blue one here, just says, I think it says, be kind. Um, so, all, basically, the message is, let's be nice to each be other. Nice, yes. Which I think, you know, in view of... Um, all of the cruelty that goes on online. It's a very important message. They're very nice. Yeah, they oh that's nice. And you it? know the other thing that is um that's a t shirt. Mm -hmm. Michael's holding up a t shirt and on the front it says it's got two fists next to each other and it says kindness across the knuckles of the fists. Yeah that's good. It's isn't it? strong, it's very nice, but feel the quality. Yeah, lovely. It the says, quality is uh, very nice. Be Kind is at the heart of every Smith Web product sold. The brand's mission is to raise awareness of mental health by spreading a strong, positive message, whilst proudly don donating to mental health charities and various, and a variety of other incredible organisations that do amazing work both abroad and here in the UK. So thank you very much, uh, Vicky, for these. We'll post uh, the pictures of these on uh, the Entail app, if you're listening via the Entail app. Um, I mean, I did specifically say when my message back to Vicky, if you're going to send me a jumper, remember how small I am. She didn't. Um, <laughs> the jumpers <laughs> are mediums, but if I don't wear them, my son, my son's already nicked one of the T-shirts. But I thought that was great. Um, They're very, very nice. I mean, I think what's really nice is it's very good quality. Do we know how much mm -hmm. they cost? Uh, no, we don't actually. So we should have a little look. Um, what are they on uh, Insta? At Smith underscore web. Um, and on Facebook at Smith Web UK, uh, double B on the web. But yeah, very nice, lovely quality. But um, I've noticed you've washed my green jumper. Yeah. Uh, and you've tumble dried it, which oh, is, is that uh, bad? It could have shrunk somewhat, but um, it hasn't. 
I um, I looked at I'm it. looking forward to it because it was a bit getting a bit saggy anyway. Oh dear, know, sorry. I do love that green jumper. It's, it oh, does God. wonders for my eyes. So five pounds from every sale goes to Mind. Oh great! Which is marvelous, and I oh the red one's nice. Mm. They are just made out of really, really, really nice material. A uh, good Christmas present, I would have thought, Very for people good as well. Present. So, um, and they do pajamas, t-shirts. Very good. So really thanks, like uh, Vicky. Anything? Anything yes, else? Yes, I you? want to talk about okay. something. So, you love this boiler suit that I'm wearing. I do. Yeah, yeah. it's very the who. So the who? No, yeah. I'm joking. Ah, oh, okay. It's Great. a joke. Yeah, I, was, like I missed it. You know. Um. So mm -hmm. this is from Minimus. M i n i m u s. Um, online, they are called houseofminimus.com. Um, and it was started by a woman called Ree Lennon Smith. And I love reading the blurb. I always look, whenever I look to buy something mm -hmm. or I go online, I always go to the about section. Yes. I want to know how passionate are you as a brand about your product and why have you made it? You know, what's the story behind it? Tell me, tell me your passion. Anyway, what I loved about her, she talked about her own life and how as a child she wore boiler suits. Like she grew up. Okay. She was a child of the 70s and 80s. And just like me, mm -hmm. she just grew up in boiler suits, jumpsuits, dungarees. You know, that was the thing. Kiki D. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And so. I remember uh, my mum in boiler suits quite clearly. Yeah. As well. I mean, yeah. I just. Uh, and there's something familiar about them mm. you know you like they just feel really comfortable anyway that's all they do mm -hmm. is um boiler suits of varying shapes and sizes they do some for ladies with the tie waist mm -hmm. they do some um this is the thicker one mm -hmm. the quite thick crunchy denim one yeah yeah this Crazy. this is built to last yeah this boiler suit i mean it's a really good quality denim very thick mm. very it's going to last for ages um, I've got the quite masculine boiler suit. I don't really like the tie waist ones, but it depends yes. what fits you. Everybody's yeah, yeah. body yeah, shape different. fits something yeah, yes. different. I got the white one, mm -hmm. but I've got to say, a minimus sent me a thing saying um, that they would like to gift me a boiler suit. Um, and they're friends of Angie's, my stylist. And so I was like, okay, amazing. I'd love to see it. But as everybody knows on this on this mm -hmm. podcast, we do not recommend things. So if you send us something and we don't talk about it, it's not, um, it's because we, it didn't make the cut. Yeah. I mean, we're brutal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are brutal. Um, <laughs> and so I wouldn't talk about it unless mm. I absolutely loved it. And I have lived in it mm. and it's white and I have to wash it a lot. Yes. I can see it getting but grubbier. It's, what? It's getting slightly grubby. You've it's had it on not. two or three days now. Two days. Two days. Yeah. I've, okay. Um, I like it grubby though, you know. And they, <laughs> all you need is a, a paintbrush and a paint tin. I like and... it grubby. I'm on changing rooms soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That'll be exactly what it's I have. Absolute dungarees I and boiler suits. I think I might just wear these on the show. God, it'd be so cool. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I should wear boiler suits on that TV. Yeah, or, or dungarees, you know. Boiler suits and dungarees. dungarees. I'm going to say to them. And you need a chippy's pencil in chippy's your top, pencil yeah, out in the the top, top pocket. pocket. Yeah. The other thing that I really want to quickly say about Minimus is that, well, firstly, they're made from organic cotton. And 
They do a lightweight one as well. So this is the heavyweight, mm-hmm. and they do a lightweight version. They also do them for men. But the other thing I love is they do little ones for kids. Oh, so mum and daughter, father, son, oh, you could all wear the same jumpsuit. I wonder what a big kids is, because maybe that will fit me. Yes. Yeah. That's a very good idea. Oh, have a look. Because the, 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 the adults one only start in, what did you say, a 30. 30. And I'm a, I am a 28. I'm like Mick Jagger around I the I think you would be the biggest kid then. I might be the biggest child, yeah. Okay, okay, well, okay we're that. on that. But <laughs> the other thing I really wanted to talk about, because I know that you love this, mm-hmm. um, they make amazing badges. The patches or badges? Um, patches. Oh, my God, I love a patch. Oh, God, they're so good. Are they? Yes. Do you want me to find it yes, for you? Yes, please. So they are iron-on. But look at them, they're great. So there's oh, yeah. Wild Wolf badge, oh, wow. Fierce Cobra badge, Bright Hummingbird oh, badge. Look yes. at the size yeah. of the large ones, they're amazing. Mm. So I've seen you do amazing things yeah. by personalising clothes that would normally be, you know, yes. kind of run-of-the-mill, everybody's got them. Yeah. Like you've got your lightweight puffer jacket. Yes. The blue one yeah. that you wear like every winter, mm-hmm. but you've made it look really cool with a badge. Yes, I put one on like a 1950s M. It's so yeah. good. Like look at thing. that original octopus. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, it. Look at that, the large iron-on. Oh, embro- really big. Yeah. Bright hummingbird. Large iron-on embroidered badge wolf. Oh, Sonny's going to love these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's the website called? House of... Houseofminimus.com. So you can have... Uh, kids, mm-hmm. adults, um, men and women, and um, they support Heads Together. They're trying to raise £5,000 for Heads Together through the sales of their clothing. So what is Heads another Together? mental health charity. Is it? Yeah. Ah, okay. God, that's coincidence then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about these non-alcoholic cocktail drinks oh, we've been yes. Selling. So I, I had a meeting with a guy this week, and his name was Guy. And um, one of the businesses he runs, he was a businessman, um, was this thing called Liars. And it's, um, it, they're non-alcoholic spirits, basically. Now, we're always looking for grown-up non-alcoholic drinks. One, because always. you don't drink alcohol. Yeah. And two, drinking Diet Coke all night gets a bit It gets a bit boring. A bit boring. Mm. And, and it feels, you start to feel a bit like a child yeah. buying fizzy drinks yes. all night, don't you? It's and it gets weird. sickly. I totally agree. And also on top of that is that I like drinking when I know I can have a proper drink. Yes. But the idea of drinking alcohol when I know I've got work the following day and stuff like that is completely out out of bounds for me. Even one or two drinks will make me feel pretty groggy the following day. Oh, really? But I do like, if I'm cooking or something, I think, oh, I'll have a gin and tonic. And then I think, do you know what? I won't have a gin and tonic Mm. because it'll probably just make me feel a bit groggy tomorrow. So then I end up having a Coke or something, you know. I do drink alcohol, but I would like a non-alcoholic drink that... That tastes like alcohol. tastes like alcohol. Anyway, Guy sent me six of these drinks. So the company's called uh, Liars, um, which is spelled L-Y-R-E apostrophe S. And there's uh, liars.co.uk is the website. Uh, And I'll just read you a little bit of the blurb before we go into tasting them. But uh, every Liars spirit looks, tastes, and sachets around the palate just like the original. And yet the absence of the giggle juice enables revelers to remain clear-headed of good cheer and fine fettle in pursuit of whatever tickles their fancy the following day. Liars, the range of non-alcoholic classic spirits, um, the finest range of non-alcoholic classic spirits the world has ever seen, possibly. Now, can I quickly talk to you about something? Yes. There's so many things I want to talk to you about, but first off, Mm. 
I want to say how funny it is that it's called liars because I bet you, <laughs> I bet you yeah. because I'm, I'm trying to find the name for a brand at the moment. Mm. And it is the hardest thing I've ever done because you want to find the dot com. And they were probably thinking, what can we call a, a, a fake alcoholic drink that mm. tastes like the real thing? Mm. It's liars, liars, right? Liars, yeah, it's a lie. But it sounds like it's, because it's spelled L-Y-R-E-S, it sounds like it's a family name. Yeah. Like, you know, Hendrix or yeah. something like that, Liars Gin. I haven't found out why it's but, called Liars, but, but could possibly that could that. be, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, firstly, that. The other thing is, how many of these drinks are actually sold out on the website? Oh, the website, there's tons oh of them Oh, my sold God, out. Yeah. that's crazy. It, it's gone mad. It is. It's quite bizarre, I think. Well, Seedlip, for a start, is one of those businesses that take taken off. The amount of non-alcoholic spirits that are on the market now is... Because Seedlip's been my favourite, yes. if I'm honest. Mm. But I think this is, this is actually quite different from Seedlip, because what they are trying to achieve mm. is to mimic the actual drink itself. Yeah. So when it says amaretta, amaretti, yes. it is trying to taste like... Amaretto. Amaretto. Yeah. Um, and there's an American malt, there's a London dry spirit, which is obviously supposed gin. to be gin, a dark cane spirit, Italian spritz, which I'm guessing is like... Um, what's that orange drink called? Ca- Ca- Campari? Yeah, probably, but... Oh, God! People will be screaming this down their phones now. There's something spritz... Uh, Aperol, Aperol. Spritz. Oh, oh, yes. God, that was like a good yeah. poo. So it, it, Jesus Christ. Italian spritz. And then there's another one called Italian Orange, which I guess I might tr- be a bit I tried that. Control. Yes. So we've, we've had a little sample of these. Mm. I have to say the gin and tonic one was really good. And mm. I thought I would definitely drink this making dinner or mooching mm. about knowing that there's no booze in it. But what it says on the website is, it says, with lies, it's up to you. You can replace some of the alcohol in your drink to make it low alcohol. So you could do half gin, half liars. Oh, God, that's clever. Yeah, that's clever. quite good, isn't it? Yeah. And um, it wouldn't taste any different. I mean, I don't oh think so, Oh, my God, yes. that's really so clever. This isn't for people who who are necessarily recovering addicts. Or no, people who I don't would drink say, alcohol. I would say, personally speaking, yes. um, as um, a recovering addict, I would definitely not drink this, mm-hmm. only because it slightly triggers me. Yes. Because it's, it's very I, close Because to booze, I tasted right? it. And it tasted too like booze. Yeah. But what's I think what's good about but the website is it's But I think it is, is not, definitely for you. It's, it's suggesting it for people who do drink. Yes. Who just want to pace themselves. Or who are driving. Yeah, absolutely. And don't want to drink at all. And for kids to feel, mm. you know, like they could have something that looks and tastes like booze. Because I always think those are the ones that really, really must be super duper careful. Yeah. With drink driving and stuff. I, I would definitely have a drink of this tonight and watch a bit of TV or something oh, like good. that. Good. And I, I'm really quite enjoying the idea of, of it's enjoying It's quite a game drink. changer, isn't it? I think so, yeah. So it says, we craft our spirits to taste just like the classics. They yeah. pay homage to. We source the finest um, all-natural uh, essence extracts uh, and distil- dist- distillates. distillates from four corners of the globe. And so I go on their website and have a look. They've won awards and all sorts of things, but there's recipes for cocktails on there. Essentially, they're saying you could make any cocktail in the world with these and it'd be non-alcoholic, but taste pretty much like the real thing. It's very clever. That's good, isn't it? And it looks nice. The bottles are lovely The shape. bottles are lovely. You've they would a... look extremely nice uh, on a drinks trolley. Yeah, in a drinks trolley at home or something you know. like that. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, thanks, Guy, for sending me them. I'm delighted. They will um, they will be on my drinks trolley. Yeah, they're very, very nice. <laughs> to taste them, by the way, we've just mixed them with normal uh, fever tree tonic. We haven't tried them with, uh, you know, um, ginger ale or all the other bits and pieces. You could try them with soda water or Coke or whatever, um, because I just wanted to try and taste them with, with one single mixer. Um, but I'm sure you can mix them with all sorts of things. Uh, very delighted uh, with them. I've got um, someone to talk about mm-hmm. who I, I'm a bit nervous about talking about him because I'm not sure that all our listeners okay. will appreciate it. But I do know that any listener who, like me, has any teenage children and via the teenage children knows anything about Vines, mm-hmm. TikTok, you know, all of the kind of crazes that happen on these social media platforms the different types of things that other people do. This is a comedian who takes the mickey out of people on social media. So if you're not au fait with kind of different varieties of of social media, you might not think he's that funny, but he makes me weep with laughter. But that's really largely thanks to my children because they've kept me kind of... Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know, like, I, I've been kept relevant yeah. by them. He's called Casey Fry, and his name is actually spelled Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, um, and then F-R-E-Y, but it's pronounced Fry. And he was mm-hmm. Viner of the Year, the last year that Viner's, that Vine was up. Really? Um, is Vine not up anymore? I don't know, no. you know what Vine is. So Vine was the um, seven-second clip. Okay. It was it was the cleverest platform because you only had seven seconds to do a vine, but you had to be funny in seven seconds. Mm-hmm. It was the cleverest thing. And then for some reason, it just shut down, which was very sad. And he's also obviously on lots of other kind of mm-hmm. all the relevant ones now. So YouTube, TikTok, Insta. And what he does is he kind of does spoof videos of the kind of cool videos that other people think they're being really cool in. So say, for example, there was one on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you look at TikTok very often? No. Okay, so my but girls... I, I, I get it. My girls know. show me TikTok yes. all the time. Yeah. And there are things, you know, you are TikTok famous for certain things, and there are things that certain kids... Um, now who's taking the strawberry laces? Yeah, but I'm going to yeah. show you how to eat it properly. I feel like that's flirting. <laughs> You're sort of like flirting with me by seductively sort of sucking on a leg. But mm. listen to the noise that's coming out of your Sorry. mouth. Okay, it's one, more bite. one more bite. One more bite. We'll just put it all in. <laughs> I can't. It's too much. <laughs> Never okay. too much. Mm. So on, on TikTok, mm. there is a classic thing now where men have learnt their seductive power. Mm-hmm. Like, so they feel that they can also... You know how women on Instagram... They're in bikinis. Mm-hmm. They are pulling the the look. They're sticking their bums out, their boobs. They've done their lips, lips in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You've got filters. Well, on TikTok, I feel like men are discovering their power um, and sort of doing this flirty thing. But young guys, mm-hmm. not older guys. But So you've got teenagers, males, flirting with the camera to be sexy to women. So when it all started, my girls would come up to me and go, oh my God, look at this guy, look at this guy. But he'd be literally looking at the camera, licking his lips, 
laughing, then looking a bit shy, mm. then looking to the camera, all the things that girls kind of go nuts for. And I think, oh my God, what is going on? Anyway, Casey Fry takes the piss out of those guys so brilliantly. There's one that he did where he did a post, I think it was on Instagram, it got viewed six million times. Wow. He is hilarious, but mm. he is the guy that no one's ever heard of. Mm. So Casey Fry... You put me onto him back yes. a year ago. I always thoroughly enjoy him when he turns up on Insta. And I think, well, what's he going to do today? Oh, God. And he's, he's another one that's often topless. Often topless. <laughs> but what I love about him, he's often topless, but not because he's got the most amazing body. He's got a normal body, mm. but he's... A, he's amazing dancer. He's an amazing dancer. So he's... he's Really good at dancing, and he is very, very funny. He never does interviews, ever. Okay. I went online. I couldn't find a Wikipedia page on him. Really? He's extremely quiet. Mm. He does these absolutely nuts little sketches on Instagram that make me... That's where I access him from. He's just Casey Fry on Instagram. And I really, really love him. The one I particularly loved as well is um, he does these audition things where he pretends he's auditioning and he psychs himself yeah, into the part that he's got these, to play. Yeah. And then he's <laughs> yeah. he's kind of good in parts, but then a little bit mm. shit, which makes him even funnier. And then the other one that I loved, and this is, again, thanks to my children. So Logic mm. is a rapper. Mm -hmm. Logic is known for rapping very, 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 very fast. And Casey Fry does this thing where he's in his bedroom and he's always filming in, I mean, I don't even know how old, how old do you think he is? 28. I was going to say 28. Yeah. He is a big kid alt. Yes. I mean, he's always filming in, it looks like he's a student and he's lived on his own forever. Yeah, there's nothing, I mean, there's, he must make a lot of money. He must though. make a lot of money, but it, it doesn't look like, like he, it. Yeah, he lives in some And yeah. his bed is always unmade behind mm. him. He's in some digs somewhere. And there's one really funny one where he is trying to um, kind of imitate logic. Mm -hmm. And he does he does this thing where he looks like he's psyching himself up. And he's kind of looking at the camera. He's like, really trying to psych himself up. And then he goes, five bars, ten seconds, something like that. Right. And then he starts doing this rap. But he's just not... He goes, Fremina, Hemina, Hemina, Femina, all men are friends. Like he just isn't saying anything. And it may, I, when I'm feeling sad, yeah. I either go and watch The Lady Dancing, yes. um, which I've shown a thousand times, or that. Or Casey Fry. Casey Fry. Well, Sketch. very good. Uh, yeah. Go and follow him or just have a look through his account. Yeah. But he's, uh, I, I was a body popper and a break dancer for a long time, and he does a lot of body popping, I've noticed. And he's so good at it. Yeah. And there are certain clothes you can wear that, that emphasize pop, yes. you know, if you're doing a body wave or the arm wave or any of those things. So you, there's certain jumpers and materials that, that help you. But he does them topless sometimes mm. and they still happen. And that's a real sign that you're brilliant at it is that you can create the illusion that your bones are bending, you know. Mm. And he seems to do that and it's like, Jesus, that's so good, you know. It's real skill. So, yeah, he's there's great. something for everyone on that. That absolutely is. Before we do some shout-outs, I just want to uh, cover off uh, one thing. We talked about Rod Stewart last week. Yes. Um, so after that, I, we had a lot of messages from people saying, oh, my God, I love that Rod Stewart thing with Dermot O'Leary. Mm. I ended up going down a Rod Stewart wormhole. Mm. And there was a song that he put out years ago. I can't remember exactly when, but I think it's in the 70s. Um, and it's called The Killing of Georgie. And it's one of these songs that's completely overlooked of, uh, for Rod Stewart. You know, obviously, there's Maggie May and Do You Think I'm mm. Sexy and Sailing and all the rest of it. 
But there's this song that's always been a favourite of mine since probably I was 16 or 17. Me and my mate Giff bought the best of Rod Stewart and used Giff. to listen to it all the time. Giff, yeah, he read text me this week. He said, I love it when I get a shout out. Well, Bye, Giff. You've got another shout out, Giff. But, um, and I always remember it's called The Killing of Georgie, part one, part two. And it's um, it's a kind of poem, really. It tells you this this story. And is it a true story? I, I think it's a true story. Um, I was just having a little scander through there. I'm not entirely sure. It feels like a true story, but mm. it's about a young kid called Georgie who comes out to his parents as gay, which in the 70s would have been a big deal. And I think it's pre mm. um, that being kind of acceptable. Mm. Uh, and his mum and dad reject him, really. You know, there's a great line in it says where his dad says, how can my son not be straight after all I've said and done for him? Mm. Anyway, he leaves his hometown and he goes to New York. And there's a story about going to New York on the Greyhound bus, cast out by the ones he loved, um, a victim of these gay days, it seems. And then he, he finds himself in New York on Broadway, um, going to the plays and becomes the toast of the Great White Wake, it's called, uh, meaning that he's become this kind of king gay of, of New York. And he's celebrated and obviously loving his Aww. life and having a fantastic time. Anyway, he leaves a Broadway show and he finds himself down some kind of back alley and he gets stabbed to death by a gang oh, of people wearing Excuse leather jackets. Yeah. Um, and that's Georgie part one, really. And then Georgie part two is this kind of never-ending chorus of, of Rod Stewart saying, please don't go, you know, like oh, survive or live, oh, you know. No. But it's just a really good story and it's a really good song. And I think a lot of people have an idea, I think, of Rod Stewart wearing kind of silly leotards and prancing around and everything. But it's one song, I think, that, that really does capture and represent some of the skill and talent he had as a songwriter and as a singer. Mm. But also brave enough to tell that story as yes. a single and put it out so in America important. in the 70s. Mm. And there's a bit here on this website that just says about... Um, you know, the record company saying, I don't think you should put it out. And he says, stuff them, I don't care what they want or don't want. There, he says, stuff them. It's one of the, it's one of the songs I'm most proudest of. Oh. Uh, and it went out and was quite a big hit for him here in the UK and in America and in Canada. Wow. But it's one of those ones that not many people have heard of, but it's called The Killing of Georgie. You'll find it on Apple Music or... Um, but it's a bit Springsteen-esque in its sense that it has no chorus. Oh, I'm going to go it's and listen to it. It's just a meandering story. Mm. But it's really great, especially if you know anybody gay or you were brought mm. up in the 80s and you remember just how difficult how it must it was, have been yeah. for people. But for him, the likes of him and Elton John, Freddie Mercury and David Bowie and all these kind of people that were embracing that gay kind culture. of... culture. Yeah, mm. absolutely. You know, it, it's just it's just a brilliant thing to do. So go and have a listen to that. It's my little song recommendation for this week. Okay, a few shout-outs. Shout-outs. I have to get the iPad. <clears throat> are you going to look in the uh, general part of the... Uh, I'm going to go to the general part. Where and I then keep... are you going to move them? Uh, and then I'm going to move them to the <laughs> primary part. Yeah, Just in case you forget that that's the technique I use uh, for people's messages. The sad thing is that I sometimes forget to swipe them back. Um, okay, Instagram, where are you? Let's have a little look here. Um, making the cut. Uh, I love the general. way you say cut. Cut. There's no tea in cut. Um, Sarah Hennessy. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Sarah Hennessy's uh, recommended Accidental Partridge oh, on Twitter. What? Are you not following that? I've never heard of Accidental Partridge, but I think I'm going to love it. I am assuming it's based on Alan Partridge, but it says you can even get merch. Linton Travel Tavel, Tavern merch. You bought me a hand towel. I did. For my birthday from the Linton Travel Tavern. I did. That's in my bathroom. Did you like Always. it? I absolutely love it. Yes. Um... 
So that was good. We've been, uh, someone's trying oh. to send us more clothing. Oh from my God, that's clothing. so funny. This is a hoodie. So just listen to this week's podcast. I'd really like to send you both one of our beautiful personalised organic cotton fair wear hoodies or sweatshirts. Yellow for Davina, obviously. Obviously. You look good in yellow, but look at the green jumper for me. <gasps> that green jumper's lovely. Yeah, no. So it's not just hoodies. No, hoodies and sweatshirts, it says. Cutch clothing. Cutch clothing? Cutch. Yeah, don't know. Good though, isn't it? I'll send you the address, Kutch. <laughs> um, so, hang on. Kutch Clothing yeah. is about K-U-T-C-H Clothing. Uh, uh, and we will we will give them a shout out yeah. when we get. Some nice things there. Very nice. Katie Wooten, I have just seen that they have started filming the morning show season yes! two. Thank you, Katie Wooten, for telling us that. Oh, that, that is, is really news. good news. We are delighted. Thank the morning you. show was great, wasn't it? So good. And then another documentary recommends the second is The Father, Soldier and Son. It's one of the most heartbreaking, terrifying and disturbing documentaries I've ever seen. Oh. 7.3 on IMDb, 99 minutes long. Oh. Both programmes stayed with me a long time after I watched them. Hard-hitting. Yeah. I hope you give them a try. I love the podcast. I tune in every week from From my home in China. Wow. Thanks, Catherine Edwards. That's great. Um, and Pip Marsh, I think, sent something the other day, which is Love Life, which is a TV series, a comedy romance. Anna, oh, Anna Kendrick. That sounds so tape. up my street. Yeah, a romantic comedy anthology series about the journey from first love to lasting love. 7.5 on IMDb. Um, thank What's you very much. It doesn't say. So, Love Life. Let, we'll have to check that out, see where it's on. But I assume they're both on the iPlayer. Great. Um, and respectively, 7.5 and 7.8 on IMDb. Both brilliant. One's called Better Things. Yeah. And one's called... Love Life. Love Life. Thanks, everybody, very much. Thank um, you. I hope you've enjoyed that this week, ladies and gents. It's been very nice. Um, it's shall, been lovely. Shall I take a picture of you in that boiler suit? Yeah. It looks good. Thanks. Uh, everything else you'll find on the Entail app, so please download the Entail app and listen to this podcast there because that's where all the action is. There'll be pictures of liars... There'll be the Be Kind uh, jumpers from Smith Webb um, and any other bits and pieces. But go and listen to Rod Stewart, the Kevin of Georgie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 